Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to Healthy vs. Toxic, the podcast where licensed mental health professionals explore what makes a relationship healthy or unhealthy or even abusive, all from a scientifically informed perspective. Hello, this is Dr. Grande. Today's question asks, why do narcissists lie? I've also seen the question, what are the types of lies we see with narcissism? And how do narcissist lies compare with the lies of psychopaths and Machiavellians? So that would really cover all three of the dark triad traits there. So I'm going to try to answer these questions by looking at the five characteristics of the lies of the narcissist. So starting out here, we see that everybody lies, right? Lying is extremely common. It's a common behavior. And there are many different types of lying. For example, lying to gain something. We call this instrumental lying. Lying for absolutely no reason at all, at least with no clear purpose. Lying to protect somebody's feelings, often called a white lie. Lying by leaving something out, a lie of omission. We see exaggerating, embellishing. Lying because telling the truth would take too long to explain. Or because the lies are actually more believable than the truth, right? So just for the sake of expediency, just trying to get through something and convince somebody, sometimes it's actually easier for people to tell lies. So with all this lying going on, is there something special about the way the narcissist lies? And for that matter, if we look at the other dark traits, psychopathy and Machiavellianism, do we see any differences in the style of lying or the types of lies that are told? So before we get into the five characteristics of lying that I think will kind of answer those questions, I'm going to cover the dark triad traits, right? So narcissism, psychopathy, and Machiavellianism. So with the dark triad, with these traits, we see characteristics like being disagreeable, callous, unemotional, lacking empathy, being manipulative, having grandiosity, a lack of honesty, which really connects with the lying part, and a lack of humility. Specifically with narcissism, we also see seeking admiration, having a sense of entitlement, having jealousy, engaging in a lot of fantasy. I think this also is important for the lying part and being arrogant. With psychopathy, we see lying as one of the direct characteristics associated with psychopathy. Of course, this occurs with all the dark triad traits to some extent. We see sensation seeking, poor behavioral control, being impulsive, which also connects to lying, and being aggressive. With Machiavellianism, we see someone who's cynical. They manipulate strategically. They're calculating. They have good impulse control. They're not attention-seeking. So kind of the motto of somebody who's Machiavellian would be, the ends justify the means. And of course, this could connect over to lying as well. So now moving through the characteristics of the lies of the narcissist. So number one, narcissists are highly confident liars. They tend to rate themselves as exceptionally good liars. Their attitude toward lying is consistent with their own confidence. So they're confident. They believe they can do a lot of different things very well. They believe they can lie 
pretty well. Consistent with this, narcissists tend to underestimate how well other people can detect their lies and lies in general. So they think that people will just believe anything. They tend to think that anyway. And they also tend to underestimate the damage done by lies. They're offended, for example, if they get fired from a job because they lied. To them, lying is really no big deal. And with psychopathy and Machiavellianism, we really see the same thing. So moving on to number two. This one is narcissists tend to engage in blatant lying. So lying designed to manipulate or exploit other people, to establish dominance over other people, to maintain the power of the narcissist, and to exact revenge. So narcissists are often vindictive. Sometimes this type of lying is called self-serving deception. So the point of this type of lying is to gain something. And with Machiavellianism and psychopathy, we really see the same thing. So an example might be a manager in like a work setting who's narcissistic, who gives an employee a poor performance review because that employee voiced legitimate concerns about that manager's own performance. So in a situation like this and in other similar situations, there would really be no evidence to support this claim or one small thing that's blown out of proportion. So the idea here sometimes is that a well-constructed lie has a small amount of truth in it. And narcissists, as well as psychopaths and Machiavellians, know how to construct a lie that's going to be believable. Moving on to number three, narcissists lie to make themselves look better in comparison to others. And this really takes two forms. The first is spreading rumors. This is an indirect form of antagonism, so disagreeableness. It moves the narcissist up in terms of social status by moving other people down. So they move up relative to other people. It also causes pain, chaos, and misery that keeps attention away from the narcissist and whatever bad acts they're engaging in and focuses it on other people. Machiavellians tend to do the same thing, the spreading the rumors part. With psychopathy, we really don't see this as much. Now, the other form of lying to make oneself look better in comparison to others is trying to impress people with fantastic tales of success, wealth, amazing abilities, and astounding accomplishments. This type of lying is fairly fascinating to a lot of people who are interested in narcissism. It's remarkably common with narcissists, but it's not something we really see much of with psychopaths or Machiavellians. So why do narcissists do this? There's no clear gain like money or power. They're not avoiding some sort of penalty because of that lying. They're only exposing themselves to liability because people will think less of the narcissist when they find out that the narcissist was lying. So I've heard this one theory that narcissists tell this type of lie because the truth is not good enough. But that theory really doesn't capture the entire essence of this type of lying. It's on the right track, but it's not quite there. Rather, I would say that narcissists tell these type of lies because the truth is offensive to them. The narcissist fully believes that they deserve to be successful, wealthy, skilled, the best at everything, rewarded in every way. The reason they haven't achieved everything that they want, everything that they desire, is because people fail to recognize how great the narcissist is. And that's really the foundational injustice for the narcissist. In the mind of the narcissist, the rest of the world simply isn't smart enough, good enough, attentive enough to understand the greatness of the narcissist and the kind of incredible impact the narcissist can have on society. Therefore, lying just isn't something that's done on a whim. 
done seemingly with no purpose. Lying actually sets the record straight. It's done to undo the injustice of the truth. The truth, what actually happened, the narcissist actual level of accomplishments, wealth, whatever it is, is offensive and unjust. From the narcissist's point of view, lying is not only morally acceptable, it's morally mandated. They have to lie to set things right. To tell the truth to people would be to injure them, to expose them to this horrible crime committed against the narcissist, this idea that the narcissist did not receive the admiration that they deserve. This crime is so terrible that people just couldn't really understand it. So the narcissist takes the liberty of telling a lie that should have been the truth. And in essence, for the other people that heard the narcissist lie, their perception is the reality. In the minds of those people, the narcissist is great. The offensive truth has been erased and replaced with a just narrative. And that's really the point of these types of lies, to create a narrative that is consistent with the narcissist's self-image and to destroy any narrative that isn't. Well, welcome to the Bravery Academy. My name is Emma Ferris and I'm your host. This podcast is crafted to share the stories of courageous individuals who've overcome adversity and found the courage to live their best lives. We'll explore the science of well-being, courage and connection and interview top thought leaders, game changers and survivors. And it's from these stories that we learn what resilience is, how to heal, how to recover and how to be brave. Hi, I'm Matt Harris. Seton Tucker and I host the podcast Impact of Influence, which for two years covered in depth Alec Murdoch, who was eventually convicted in 2023 of murdering his wife Maggie and son Paul. That story continues to evolve, and we will cover that. Plus, we will tell you stories of other true crime events that have happened in the South. Please join us on Impact of Influence. And give us a follow on the Impact of Influence Facebook page. So moving on to number four. Narcissists tell a lot of lies relative to somebody who's not narcissistic, but they tell fewer lies than somebody who is psychopathic or Machiavellianistic. This is because psychopaths often tell a lot of lies for no reason, and Machiavellianism is associated with telling white lies. Again, these are lies that are harmless and typically designed to protect somebody else's feelings. So if somebody gives you a gift that you really don't like, and you say that you do like it, that's a white lie. So narcissists do lie for a reason, and they're typically not concerned with other people's feelings, which explains why they don't lie as much as psychopaths and Machiavellians. Narcissists tend to tell the same lie to multiple people over a long period of time. Again, the just narrative, the narrative of how things should have been. Psychopaths and Machiavellians tend to create a lot of new lies that only maybe one or two people will ever hear. So again, we have a significant difference in quantity. Now moving to number five. Narcissists tend to lie by reporting that they don't know anything when they do know something. It's more than just a lie of omission. They are lying in direct response to a question. They're actively saying that they don't have knowledge of something when they do have knowledge of it. So they may say that they forgot or that they never knew in the first place. This may be to hide a bad act or because telling the truth would help somebody and they don't care to do that. So it could be that selfishness is really at work with this type of lie. The narcissist isn't interested in the welfare of other people. So let's take a look at an example of this last type of lie, this lack of interest in helping others, and compare this with psychopathy and Machiavellianism. 
So let's say there are two people who are neighbors. I'll call them person A and person B. And person B has one of the dark triad traits. So person A has these cars parked in front of their house, and they keep getting broken into. Somebody keeps pulling up in a car, getting out of the car, and breaking into these vehicles. So person A sets up a camera to try to catch the people that are breaking into his vehicles. So person A is reviewing this footage one day after he sees that one of his windows is broken, right? One of the windows in one of his vehicles. And in the footage, he sees a car pull up. A guy gets out, breaks the window, and gets back into his car and drives away. And he sees his neighbor, person B, doing what appears to be writing down the license plate number of the suspect's car. So person A gets excited about this because he thinks he can finally identify the person who's been damaging his vehicles. So he runs over to person B's house, hoping to get the license plate of the suspect's vehicle. So let's look how this could play out based on what dark triad trait person B has. So if person B is a narcissist, he wrote down that license plate number just in case that suspect ever broke into one of his vehicles. So he did it to protect himself. He probably would give the number to person A, except that he has this feeling that he's going to have to testify in court or something like that. So there's going to be more work than just handing person A the number, something that would really inconvenience the narcissist. So he tells person A that he lost that piece of paper or that he doesn't remember anything at all, that he never wrote down the license plate number. He has no idea what he's talking about. So really just dismisses the whole situation so he can go focus on things that are important to him and not be inconvenienced. So now looking at the same situation with a psychopath. So person B is a psychopath. So here we see that person B writes down the wrong number on the piece of paper and gives it to person A for no particular reason, right? It's just that simple. He has the correct number available, but he writes down the wrong one and just gives it to him and that's it. Doesn't worry about it. Doesn't really care what happens. Doesn't care that it makes person A kind of go through a long route to get to nothing. Doesn't worry about any type of trouble that causes to his neighbor. So what about if Machiavellian? So here he tells person A that he may have the number for the right price. Or he might just provide that number to person A immediately, but mention how it'd be nice to have a favor in return. So he's really not necessarily willing to give up that number without some sort of promise of compensation, or at least the hope of compensation. So again, we see different responses depending on the traits. So those are five characteristics of the lies of the narcissist. We see that lying introduces a challenge clinically. So for a counselor working with a client who's narcissistic, we see this can be problematic, but it also affects relationships. It puts a strain on relationships and prevents trust from developing, or it erodes trust that had already formed. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of Ars Longa Media. The executive producer is Dr. Patrick Beeman. For more content, please visit our website at arslanga.media. To leave feedback or suggestions, send an email to info at arslanga.media. To find more content from Dr. Grande, including a link to his YouTube channel and his other Ars Longa podcasts, visit our website at arslanga.media. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and should not be construed as medical or mental health advice. Ars Longa, Vita Brevis.
Hi there. I'm Heather Drago. And I'm Sarah Saunders. We host the podcast, That's a Hard No, about saying no and setting boundaries. So you can become that true and empowered you that this world needs. Saying no isn't just okay. It's the key to living an authentic, fulfilling life. I'm a licensed professional clinical counselor. So while this podcast is in no way a replacement for one-on-one therapy, I suppose I know what I'm talking about. I'd say so. We talk about learning to say no and set healthy boundaries and how it impacts mental health, physical health, relationships, parenthood, and more. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and visit our website, hardknowpodcast.com. We're here to help you find your no and say it unapologetically. That's a hard no.